0: What is up, my FMLers? I know that some of you are very bummed that we are taking a three week hiatus. I myself am a little bummed. I miss you guys dearly already. But I wanted to make sure I gave you a little something to hold you over. So I am bringing my producer, Jackie, on. We are going to go all the way back to the very beginning and go through the best of FML talk. So grab a friggin' drink, y'all. Here we go. Oh my God. Wait, how old
1: was the other girl? 19. Can you believe us, Hey,
0: this is Gabrielle Stone. Good
1: book? I not in chapter six, He did what? 48 hours? What a dick. Yeah, but have you seen all the
0: photos on our Instagram? And this is FML Talk.
1: Oh, no, she didn't.
2: Miss Jackie, welcome to FML Talk. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: Guys, I just want to warn everybody, um, this is not going to be a nicely edited together episode. This
2: is uncut, y'all. I'm on vacation. We are uncut and wild and
0: free, and we are going all the way back to pull some clips and give some commentary on some of the most insane FML Talk moments that we've had so far.
2: No fucks given. No fucks given. And I'm excited because
0: we're starting...
2: What's the episode called we're starting with? This is one of my favorite episodes. This was,
0: the amount of DMs I got about this episode was unreal.
2: And, okay, preface the guest because she walked into your house with her two naked cats. Her two naked cats. And her two dogs. And her, no, her one dog. Her one dog. Yeah which we put in the backyard and then in this like a little basket carrier, these two naked skin, just like hairless cats, hairless cats, Yeah. Which you would think is like almost alien like, but they're alien like, but they're really cute.
0: Yeah. And the other crazy thing about this guest is that she comes off so much older than she is. Do you know she's 21? Stop. Yeah. I didn't know that. I know. I I thought thought she was our age. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah, she's super mature then. But then if you think about it, like, of course she's 21 because Daniel is trying to date her. Right.
2: (laughs) So if you haven't guessed, we're talking about Kaylin. Kaylin Ward, the naked philanthropist. And we're going to revisit this episode. It's one of my favorites because while this was happening, all of the Daniel stuff with the FML Talk podcast account, was going down, which if you were not a, a fan or listening at the time, what had happened was, yeah, what, were, happened, was, what ha- happened was, we were getting ready to launch and all of our accounts just went away, the book went away, page, shut down, got hacked page. into, just deleted. Yeah.
0: And we and were like, what the fuck? That is all detailed in episode three, but we are going to take a trip down memory lane back to episode four with Kaylin. Okay, you guys, are you
3: ready? Check this out. So I'm sitting in bed with my boyfriend one day, and I get a notice on my phone, and it's from Verizon. And it's like, we're on the phone with you right now. If this isn't you, call us. And oh, I'm like, this isn't me. So I call Verizon, and because of COVID, they were closed. So I'm like, shit. So then I'm like trying to check my emails, and then my phone stops working, and my service got shut off. And I'm like trying oh, to make calls.
0: my God. And I'm
3: like, babe, my phone isn't working. So I'm like trying to call people, and it's like this call cannot be completed right now. Da, 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 da. So I'm freaking out, and then I like get all these notices pop up on my phone. Apple, 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 and I'm like checking in. It's like your Apple ID is being used in so and so, like Los Angeles. Your Apple ID has been changed. You're being logged out of your Apple ID. And then oh, I'm like, my fuck. God. And it's like saying my Apple ID is being used somewhere, and it shows like a map on my phone, and right. then I'm freaking out. So I go to my email. And all these emails keep popping up. And it's like, your Apple ID name has been changed. Ashley Keys. Your birthday has been changed. Your backup email has been changed. Your phone number has been changed. And I'm sitting here watching it all happen in front of my face. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, my God. So I'm like reading all my emails. And as I'm reading them, they're all disappearing in front of my eyes. I'm like, I'm not deleting these. Where are they going? And so Uh. I realized whoever's doing this to me not only has my Apple ID and my phone number. They also have all my emails. So what this person did is somehow they figured out my password to my Verizon account. Mm-hmm. They sim-swapped my phone number and put my phone numbers on one of their devices. And then they were able to use two-factor authentication to log into my Apple ID, my emails, my social medias, my banks, every single account I've ever owned, my GoDaddy account,
0: oh my everything.
3: God. Logged into all of it using two-factor authentication yeah. and got my passwords and had email and they, would re- they reset all my passwords. They reset all of my recovery emails. They did a fucking phenomenal job. Yeah. Whoever it is, kudos to them. Daniel. Yeah. And we're back. dude.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I, I, my jaw was on the floor. Like I wasn't even listening to playback. I was just like (laughs) listening. I was just like, what the fuck is happening? I was like, while we, while you guys were recording, I forgotten to do all of like the camera work. And I was just like, this is real life. Yeah that somebody did this to her yeah
0: real fucking life and i now listening back to it i i feel like i almost have a form of ptsd because when all of the instagram hacking happened to the book page the podcast page i felt so fucking violated that my livelihood and my business and what i had worked so hard for could just be taken away from me because my ex had a stick up his ass um it it really put me in this state of panic, which I talk about on episode three, for like that whole month. And Tay was gone, and I was in the house by myself.
2: You put up cameras in your house. Yeah,
0: and I was I was calling you a lot, and like I was not mentally doing great. Like I was really, it was a lot. It was like
2: paranoia. Like yeah. you were calling me, and you're like, I think someone's in my house. Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna. They're gonna. They're trying to scare me. It, I think, it was. It I was, was like, real.
0: what? Yeah, it was really real for me, and. Then, like, fast forward to a few months later, any obviously, because Jackie signs in to our pages all the time because she is doing work on her end producing, anytime that happens, I get a notification on my phone that's like, your Apple ID has been logged into. And every time I get that, I get the surge And I fucking panic. And I always call and yell at you. And I'm like, you have to tell me before you do that. Well,
2: the thing about it is, that, okay, break it down in like a normal, like, reality level is like what he was doing is identity theft yeah
0: especially to identity
2: theft especially to what kayla kaylin was saying about getting her phone shut down getting it switched over to the sim card her, bank, her accounts, bank accounts, all of that her apple oh. id that's identity theft which is a federal crime yeah like if you needed to know the gravity of the situation that if he ever got caught like he would go to federal prison yeah like you have to have a sort of special kind of mind. A special kind of audacity. To think, to think that that is an okay thing to do and you're not going to, like, you're. it's just, like, people just deserve their payback. And I'm just going to steal their identities and take all their money. And, like, that, like that jail time. Like, yeah. that's jail time. And yeah. the fact that he doesn't register that in his mind baffles me.
0: Well, it baffles you, but it's also, that's a level of scary when you realize that you're dealing with a sociopath in that oh, sense. Oh yeah. It's not like you're dealing with a normal human that can sit down and talk something out. Honestly, guys, I've said this time and time again. If my ex called me and was like, look, do you want to go to coffee and talk about some shit? I'd be like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I do. Oh my God. Actually like tell me all the things that you've been doing in your mind that like I, I tell me what it must have been like. Like fuck. Cause I have no even after all the hacking stuff, I have no hate towards him. I just don't
2: fucking care. Well, okay. I know you and a lot of people in my life I've never met him in my life, but I'm like, if I ever see this man, he's going to get punched in the face. A lot of
0: people in my life feel that way. I just genuinely don't give a shit. Like, he's so small on the scale for me that, like, I just genuinely don't care. I would also love to have him on the fucking podcast, so. Wait, I want
2: to address also, because on Instagram, you get a lot of guys saying that you're – or men and women. We actually got a review on the podcast from a female that said that you were still – hurt
0: yeah it was our one bad review no no no. no.
2: this was like recent (laughs) yeah somebody said that they were excited about listening to the podcast but then it was clear that you were still like in pain and like like not okay with what happened and i just want to say this in your defense like i don't even think you've read this comment because it's like fairly new but like in your defense i see all these comments come in like oh she's not over it she's like still bitter like it's like here's the thing about pain You don't talk about it if you're still feeling it. It's so hard to talk about pain. Yeah. Unless you're a therapist, like, it's hard for me to tell you, hey, I'm hurting because. Right. So if someone's going publicly to be like, this guy fucked me over. This is how I felt about it. This is how I feel about it now. This is how I want, like, to help other women. She's not bitter. She's not bitter. She's over it because she's talking about it. That's number one. Number two is like, you guys have to remember this is Hollywood, right? This is Hollywood. This is an industry where it takes like art and pain and it puts it on the screen. Right. You it's know? like literally our job. So, so, So her job is to like tell her story. And she can't do that if she's bitter about it. <laughs> right.
0: And I think also, too, you know, a lot of – most of those comments come in when our videos go viral and it's all the fucking men that are super triggered. Um, But it – they really don't bother me. And it's because I know I have this freaking army of LMFers. LMFers. Uh, I'm not and, cutting that yeah, out. Yeah, okay. That's where my <laughs> brain's at, guys. I have this army of FMLers that – are behind me and that are healing from me putting all of my pain out there and i you're right you're absolutely right i wouldn't have been able to put it out into the world if i was still holding on to stuff about it
2: yeah so all the people on instagram and all the people like saying none of those people are listening to this right now i don't care (laughs) i'm just saying is it just general rule of like how to be a good person like don't assume that just because like you think about pain a certain way means that the other person is feeling the way you're feeling like that's just stop doing that yeah well I
0: mean the <laughs> internet should just stop in general with people and their fucking
2: yeah <sighs> <sighs> okay well um, we've, but... we've, we've, we've digressed <laughs>
0: Summer is here and life is not slowing down for us anytime soon. One of the things we have continuously relied on making our lives so much easier is Factor meals. No prep, no mess, no cleanup meals. I have really been off the wagon with my eating since having my son and for my health, my wellness, and my mental sanity, I have been switching my dinners to more healthy options from Factor. They have 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, so I never get bored. And Tay is continuously shocked every time he sits down to eat one because they are so freaking tasty. They have breakfast, lunches, dinners, and desserts, it's a treat to have restaurant-quality food that is so easy to prepare and doesn't come with the insane Postmates bill. Head to Factormeals.com slash FMLTalk50 and use code FMLTalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code FMLTalk50 at Factormeals.com slash FMLTalk50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next Next month while your subscription is active enjoy fmlers but to get back to kaylin and the story that she told on that episode and what she went through was so much greater than what i dealt with with him um like the level of intrusiveness and fraud that was happening i can't even imagine what she must feel anytime her phone goes off in like a weird way now like, that's, that shit's scary, and that's her business. And, like, look, I make a living off of the book and the podcast and, like, all of this, you know, this FML brand that I've created. That's nothing in comparison to the amount of money she pulls in from her business. Yeah, it's that was crazy to me. Millions. So the fact that he was getting into her accounts, like, that, that's terrifying. Yeah. Like – that's some heavy duty shit. Well,
2: and I don't know the type of person who thinks they can do that and not get caught if it's on the internet. Everything right. you do on the internet is tracked. Yeah. You're leaving cookie crumbs. It's just everywhere. a matter of
0: if somebody wants to go and find it.
2: Yeah. So if like the if a person wants to investigate you, they can and they will find. Yeah. So it's like you have to have like some sort of twisted reality to be like, I'm going to steal this person's money from under their nose. And not get caught. Yeah, yeah. You might not get caught right now, but like ten years down the line, maybe you'll. Some people will show up at your door, and you're going in handcuffs. Like, stop doing shitty shit, you fucker! Like, I fucking hate <laughs> this man. <laughs> oh my god. Okay,
0: what's our next one that we're pulling up? Let's get off the the Daniel train. Um, next is your mama.
2: Oh, my mama!
0: Yay! That's also one of
2: my favorites. Okay. Me too. All right, let's listen.
4: I said sure, okay, and we got up there, and he fixed us a, a glass of wine, and then he aggressively started coming on to me, and kind of threw me down on the bed, and opened this drawer in my. I've never seen anything before or oh after. God, what was in
0: the fucking drawer? There space? was
4: there was every kind of spermicide, every kind of condom, every kind of vibrator. I mean, it was like... Like a Fifty Shades of Grey drawer. Yes! Yes! Well, you know, my little Kansas,
0: I went, oh... You said, I don't want that big, giant dildo up my butt. Thank you, sir.
4: <laughs> I, I said, you know, I, I think this was a mistake. No, no, you're going to love this, he said. Ew. And I said, no, I'm not. <laughs>
0: I can't <laughs> it's like 10 times weirder because it's my mom
2: well it's just like also like like that's when your mom was younger younger like in her
0: late 20s
2: yeah and but i'm envisioning your mom now oh i know in that situation I know. And i'm like oh my god like i'm surprised he didn't get slapped
0: I, well yeah i know like, right <laughs> she was still in her like kansas you know proper polite mode um before you know the industry had hardened her soul
2: what was it what was it that we said it was we were talking in your backyard and we were like what is what is the essence of d and Uh, we're like namaste fuck you yes
0: (laughs) namaste go fuck yourself (laughs) um it's that's so accurate um i think a lot of people get surprised when they hear that my mom and i can talk about stuff like that don't get me wrong like She'll say things with her boyfriend now and they'll like make jokes and I'm just like, oh guys, shut the fuck up. Like, come on. (laughs) Um, and like I don't like, you know, air my dirty laundry to her necessarily. I mean when she read air it out to the world. uh, To the world, right? (laughs) Well when she read Eat Pray FML, she was like, Gabrielle, did you did you use protection with all of the I mean you slept with a lot of people. I was like, mom. (laughs) I mean, let's be like if we're being real it was it was three new people and one repeat like it wasn't that bad for what i was going through
2: what was it? by some standards what did you say body count was yeah that the body, ca- the body count. body learned
0: about this today yeah so basically that if you don't want to up your body count of people that you have slept with then you go back and you repeat like Javier was a repeat, so I wasn't upping my body count. Uh, people are listening to this going, yeah, Gabrielle. I know okay, that. But, we but have if, a okay. People- but what
2: about the count of like? Okay, let's get the people out. Just how many times have you had sex? What do you like? Act. What do you mean? How many times have you had sex? Not, not in a relationship. Yeah. How many times? I have no idea.
0: <laughs> it's been you're of, so offended it been half of my life I've been having sex since I was like fucking 16 15? 15 and a half
2: <laughs> um, no but I think that was the very first episode we recorded with your mom yeah well, your mom's episode yeah the it was very the very first, first recording recording and all the things went wrong yeah everything, everything but it was okay because it was my mom order.
0: so I was like hi we're a shit show it's fine yeah
2: we could have we could have asked her to come in and redo it, but no, it turned out great. It turned out great. I love it.
0: Um, Shout out to mom.
2: But even even in the room, I was like, oh, the camera turned off. Oh, the camera. Wait, hold on. Okay, hold hold. It was like, but it was so, fine. We're, we're both
0: pros, so we had fun. Okay, yeah. great.
2: Okay, <laughs> who's
0: next? Tell me who's
2: next. Next. Um, well, this is a little bit of a testy oh. at the moment, just because of what's happening in the media right now. So. Okay, so um, then let me. I know preface... that you have like a lot of respect. Yeah, let for me, these two. So
0: let me preface this by: I love Jana very, very much. She is a dear friend of mine. I have been in touch with her since all of this unfortunate news broke, um, but I do want to handle this with care and respect. However, it was one of the most talked-about episodes that we had, so we had to include it, um, and that was with her, I guess now soon to be ex-husband Mike Carson. So let's take a listen.
5: I have memories of when Jolie, our our five-year-old, was an infant rocking her in her room, like on my shoulder, having my phone and looking, either texting my fair mm. or looking for women to act out with, like while I'm holding my daughter. Yeah. And it's like- That's heavy. What a fucking piece of shit, you know? And- To your point, thank God that is not my life these days. Thank, like, thank God, because that's just, you know, and and that's a part of my shame that's still there that, you know, I look at my daughter and I'm like, I wanna like, she had no idea, but I just like wanna like hold her even more and like apologize to her that I was that Mm unpresent, that I was holding her as a little beautiful baby Yeah. Scrolling on my phone, looking to act out.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude. It's like really hard, even for me, to go back and listen to segments of that episode. So I can't even imagine being someone that's involved with it. Um, I remember when I did that episode, I had first reached out to Jana saying, hey, um, a lot of my listeners want to hear from someone who's – not been faithful that will come on and openly talk about it and she was like yeah totally you should ask Mike um and I remember texting her the morning I was gonna record with him and I was like dude I'm really nervous (laughs) she was like why don't be nervous and it was like because it's my friends person and like I don't want to grill them and come off as you know this crazy woman but it was just such a weird dynamic and Mike came on and was so open and so vulnerable and so well-spoken, and we got such amazing feedback on those two episodes. So to hear – again, I'm trying to be really delicate because all of this is so fresh, um, and I do want to protect my friend. It's already shitty that it's so public for them. Um, To hear that all of this failed um, in such a way is really tough.
2: Yeah, I think when you're rooting for people, yeah, it's it's hard.
0: Yeah, and you know, I I read their book. Um, it's a beautiful book. I stand by that. Right yeah, I stand by that regardless. Um, that anyone in a relationship can benefit from reading it because it's it's got a lot of really good stuff, and it's I think all the content in there is why they survived as long as they did. But I will say that I. I'm proud of Jana for finally, you know, being able to choose herself because she yeah. so fucking deserves that.
2: That's. I think that's the hardest step, especially if you're a mother. Yeah, because I mean, once it, you become a mother, it's like you choose the the thing you made. Yeah, over yourself, and then totally. even women in general, they they usually like put everyone else. Yeah. In and I think, it's,
0: I think it's easy for me to say, you know, yeah, of course I walked away. We talked about this when I first went on her podcast and did it. Um, it's easy for me to walk away because I didn't have kids. I didn't have a house. I didn't have anything mm-hmm. tying me to this person. Um, and Mike said on that episode, you know, that he, they, they both stayed and she mostly stayed for the kids at first. Like that was the deciding okay. factor.
2: Well, I, I don't – I mean, I don't know them personally, so I don't even pretend to know what I'm talking about. But I know that I, – I just see what comes in, right? I saw her interview. I saw his interview. And I mm-hmm. saw the live. Yeah. And I just remember on the live – again, preface, don't yeah. know what the fuck I'm talking about. You can shoot me in the face if you want. But mm-hmm. she just se- didn't seem happy. Yeah. I didn't know what it was about. Maybe it had they had just – argued about something or maybe it was something deeper than that but like to me something when i saw the live i was just like something's
0: yeah i I agree Mm -hmm. with that and i've gotten a lot of dms when when the news broke about this um and you know i hope when she's healed and ready that i'm sure she will be Open to talking about it and sharing her story because so many people have grown with her from her doing that in the past. So I think yep, this is just going to be strong
2: and she has proven that, yeah, tenfold, yeah. not just with Mike, but with her other relationships. Yes, and this will just be an extension of that. Yeah, I'm
0: sending her all the freaking love. Um, And lifting her up during during this crazy time all right what we got next take me out of this all right (laughs)
2: let's switch up the tone and um what was next (laughs) where did we put us next oh fuck lauren 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 Lauren, how can we forget (laughs) all right here's lauren yay i wasn't living my truth and when you suppress all of these desires, eventually you express it in an unhealthy way. Yeah. And so for years I had just suppressed all of this. And then I, at the very end, just, you know, butchered the job and I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hate that. I hate that I ended a very overall beautiful relationship and beautiful marriage on such a negative, right. you know, error on my part. Um, cause I, I can't take that back. But yeah. with that said, um, I would not I can confidently say I would not be the human that I am right now sitting here if I hadn't to fucked that up in that way because now my capacity for empathy and for compassion and uh self-awareness and vulnerability i mean i i have expanded so much and grown so much because of it mm-hmm. i don't know that i would have been the same person if i hadn't messed up so big that's really beautiful oh lauren i love you so much um i just want to say that lauren is a
0: light yeah dude
2: yeah <laughs> like she walked in the room and it's like sunshine like, yeah she, she's like a light of a she person really
0: is and she's such a sweet soul um I I can't wait for you guys to read about some of our time together in Asia in book two, and now she's in a really beautiful, healthy, happy relationship. She just
2: posted a picture yeah. on Instagram. If you guys are following her on
0: Instagram. She writes some really great shit. Um, she, every like post she does is like a mini essay excerpt of greatness. Yeah, and
2: I think this post she was talking about like being with herself and being single for. Yeah quite a bit of time to like learn who she was. And needing
0: and, that badly. And needing
2: that. And then now finally she's able to like be in a – healthy relationship again. Yeah. Like it's her time now to learn how to do that with someone. So I love like having her on the show and telling her story of like what happened. And now we see the after. Yeah. We see of, like, like why it ended up.
0: had to explode so that she could now enter into this beautiful new relationship. I was texting with her earlier today and we were talking about going on a double date because she's never met Tay. <gasps> I know. Um, he... <laughs> that's my reaction <laughs> for when anybody's never met Tay. <laughs>
2: It's like, how do you know? How do you not know about this person? How do you not have
0: this human in your life? Um it yeah, so we were talking about needing to go on a double date so I could meet her guy and she could meet Tay because she, I mean, was hearing about the mythical Tay when I was traveling with her in Asia and like I, I was talking about him constantly.
2: And, and you guys and, were broken up. Yeah. So that's fun. all we can
0: say there's too much too much book two spoilers oh um, fuck I, love, I, I totally
2: forget there's another book coming out and I am like I, it's safe to talk about this stuff I'm I like, know
0: it's gonna be so nice whenever it does finally release to just get on an episode and like talk about all the shit that we've been trying to like sneakily get around
2: I, I think sneakily <laughs> is a good word but like successfully not so much right?
0: <laughs> it's all right everybody's like every time we drop a little a little nugget they're like yes yes, yes keep, can't wait to wait. um anyways lauren's episode was so great to have a female's perspective of you know a female that cheated in a relationship much less a marriage and she really has so much respect for her ex and you know they they don't talk they're not you know friendly but she had messaged me before the episode came out and asked me if she could proof it um so i sent her a rough cut because she was really concerned about making sure she painted him in a deserving light because there was so much of their relationship and their time together that was really beautiful. Um, and she harbored a lot of guilt around that. So I thought it was really awesome that she just cares so much, you know?
2: Yeah. But I also think it's like a huge leap of faith that she took because, well, one thing, she was with the guy since high school. Yeah, it
0: was like her only person.
2: Yeah. And and I think there's like almost a danger in that. You, totally. Because... And this is not to knock anybody who's found their soulmate in high school. But for me, it's like I learned most of my life lessons in my 20s. Yeah. Single. Yeah. Not in a relationship. Yeah. You know? So, so when she was like, I'm 30 and we got a divorce and I've never been with anybody else. Yeah. My jaw was like, That's wild. What? It's also
0: hard to make the mistakes that teach you so much about your life when you're in a relationship. A lot of those mistakes come from the messy breakups and missteps that you don't normally have when you're in a secure relationship. Well,
2: also beyond the breakups and the missteps, it's like if in your personal life you fall, you have someone to catch you when you're in a relationship, right? But you've never known what it's like to catch yourself. Totally. So that's where like for women – Specifically, because I can only speak about women because I'm a woman, so I don't know what the men's experience is. <laughs> Thank but, like, you for clarifying
0: that. <laughs> I'm just saying
2: I don't want to speak for everybody, but like, I think it's so important for a woman to be able to get knocked down and pick herself back up a million times. Yeah, because I, that I that fosters resilience, and if you're a resilient woman in this world, you're unstoppable. Fucking a, I'll drink to that. We got boba tea. We got Let's boba tea. Cheers boba with, tea. with the boba tea. <laughs>
0: um all right who's up next i think it is my uh my mentor maybe
6: kelly.
2: kelly 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 roll the clip okay
6: so we go walking outside and the entire jury is standing outside the courthouse wanting to talk to me and the victim advocate just looks at me and she's like i have literally in like the 35 years i've been here have never ever in my career seen this she's like I, I don't even know what to say. So she she walks me up to the jury. They're all sobbing. They're like, We're so sorry. I, I we're so sorry. We wanted to tell we wanted to, to say he was guilty, but there was one guy in the jury specifically, and he came up to me and he was crying. And he's like, I just I had a question. And as a juror, they can't just like raise their hands and be like, Hey, right. I have a question. So because that one question was so stuck in his mind that he didn't have an answer to, he couldn't, in his moral compass, say that this guy was guilty. He couldn't He couldn't definitively say it.
0: Oh, Kelly, I love her so much. Um,
2: Dude, her story's
0: wild. It, it's unreal. I hope you guys, I know a lot of you have picked up Spilled Milk already, but she's a really incredible author, an incredible human, um, and obviously my mentor. And it just, I felt so helpless or... Uh, I, I don't even know what the right word is, but when I was doing that interview with her I, and I listened to it back, I kept going, right, right. And it, it's just because what do you even say to that? Like, what do you even say to someone who is like, I was being raped as a child by my father. I was protecting my siblings from being raped for my father as a child. Like, um, and then we went on the live. If you guys haven't seen the uh, the happy hour I did with her, Um, it's on the FML Talk podcast page. It's really powerful. Um, and people were asking questions and I was asking them and she was answering and we got to one and I, I had known about it from reading her book and from talking to her about the screenplay, but I didn't know, I I couldn't say it out loud. So I literally told her the username and said, okay, look at that comment from that person. Would you like to address that? And it was the question was can you talk about the pregnancy that happened because she had gotten pregnant as a teen from her father and she she did she took the question and she addressed it and it it, it it's just so far out of my brain wow. like yeah. to be able to comprehend a child having to go through what she went through yeah. and then to look at her and to talk to her on a woman to woman basis because she met- she mentored me through the self-publishing process and we still talk all the time and bounce ideas off of each other. She is so strong and so fucking well rounded. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like you there's no way that you could have gone through this.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is is that like she seems like I don't know her personally again, but so put together. Really? And, yeah, I get it. She's an adult now, and she's probably, like, been through therapy and therapy done the work and all that still. stuff. But still, it's, like, st- something in your formative years that yeah. happened to you. Like, the thing is, that, like, when you're that young, like, you're taught how to see the world. Right. And that doesn't ever leave you. Yeah. So, like, for her to be on the other side of this so put together and so well-rounded like that is, like, She must have gone through so much to be able to even do that. Yeah,
0: it's really incredible. And it's really incredible what she does for other victims and survivors that have gone through horrific things like this in the sexual assault world. And I want to give you guys a little insight as to what type of woman Kelly is. We did a video for social media around suicide prevention and it was me, Kelly, Jana Kramer, Jazz Thornton and Tiffany Jenkins and all authors of different books that come from different kinds of trauma and i remember chatting with Kelly when i was getting ready to record my segment and i was like god i feel like mine is so much less than what you guys have been through because Kelly was obviously talking about sexual assault Tiffany was talking about like you know heavy drug addiction and overdosing um Jazz was talking about, like, suicide. It was just... And she looked at me through the phone, obviously, um, on FaceTime, and she was like, Gabrielle, don't you ever fucking minimize your trauma. Like, what you went through is just as intense as what any of us have ex- has experienced and different yeah. in so many ways. Do not ever minimize your trauma. Everyone's trauma is valid mm-hmm. just as much as mine is, as is yours. Mm-hmm. And I really took that in... Um, and had I had an experience, which I won't go too into depth with, um, with a person in my life who looked at me and, and tried to compare what I have gone through in my life, um, specifically with the, the cheating of my ex-husband, um, to something that she was dealing with. And when I called her out on it, she said, yeah, well, actually, mine's worse. And it really hit me in that moment that I was like, you don't minimize other people's trauma. Like you just don't. I don't care if you've gone through a death, if you've gone through divorce, if you've gone through cheating, if you've gone through assault, you don't minimize other people's experiences and minimize other people's traumas. And yep. for Kelly to validate that for me, seeing what she's gone through in her life, which to me seems so much heavier than what I've done well, through. Well, because it's
2: all like in retrospective, right? Like it's all like based on again like how you view the world yeah and like the intensity that you view it in right Right. so like if what if you're experiencing life reality as one way Mm -hmm. something that seems minuscule to someone else because they're experiencing reality in their way seems small but Mm -hmm. to you it's ginormous it's all like relative right so like that's why you don't say oh mine's better or mine's worse or mine's whatever Because like you don't know what that person's been through. Yeah. And you don't know the lens they're seeing what they've been through. in. Absolutely. You know, so it's like you can't.
0: Yeah. I just, I think the world of her and I think she does such a good job at lifting other people up and being generous with her time. And I just have all good things to say about her. So if you guys aren't following her on social media, please go do that. And if you have not gotten Spilled Milk, definitely pick that up. It is a really incredible book.
2: Can I just say with all like the shit that we talk about like the the FMLs and all of like the shit stories and the yeah. trauma like it I'm baffled by like how strong of positivity mm-hmm. of a women's group this has become? Yeah. Because even despite all of the pain and the trauma, everyone's still wanting to lift each other up and yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah on a lighter note on a such lighter note let's get into our
0: favorite yeah the best fml stories from y'all um we picked three of our faves and uh here we go
7: hey gabrielle i have an fml story for you it's the story of when i lost my virginity so buckle up for this one i was 18 i held on to my virginity until then i was dating this guy who i couldn't see was awful or i didn't want to see was awful And he invited me to go up to his parents' house in another state with some of his friends from his school that I didn't really know for the weekend. I was very excited. I was hoping to lose my virginity at this point. So I was stoked. The day of the trip, he starts crying and giving me this story with major red flags regarding like infidelity stuff. I should not have gone on this trip, but I went anyway. And lo and behold, the girl he mentioned to me was also going on this trip and going in our car with all of us. I should not have went on this trip. I should also preface before I get into this that I have problems pooping in public places. And so trips were always very complicated for me. We were not even there yet. And I already had to poop badly, like badly, badly. So we get back to his parents' house where we're staying to take showers before we go out for the night. And I'm like, yes, here's my chance. They'll never know if I poop before I shower. So I start pooping. And it's a lot, like a lot, a lot. And I get off the toilet and I look at it and it's huge. Like it's massive, disgusting. Okay, so I flush it and the toilet starts to overflow. My pants are around my ankles and I'm audibly yelling, no, 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 no. And the water stops at the very top of the bowl. And I've already been in the bathroom like a suspicious amount of time at this point, And I still had to shower. So I didn't know what to do. So I just took my hand and I just reached it right into the fucking toilet. And I karate chopped this turd over and over and over again. And I shoved it like down the hole of the toilet. It was like I was murdering it. It was like it was a murder, a murder of my poop. <laughs> and then I look and there's so much poop over the bottom of the bowl. Like I had to wipe it clean because it just looked like I took a butter knife and just like spread shit all over it. Like this is literally my nightmare. I finally finish. I'm mortified and I have an armful of shit and toilet water. So I get in the shower and there's like no water pressure. None. I don't even know how I got clean, but I did. I got through it. I went to the party. I decide I'm going to lose it to this douchebag. I don't tell him what happened at his mom's house. And we start and I have to stop because my stomach was still so upset from holding in so much poops. So I run to the bathroom. I projectile vomit all over the mirror. I attempt to clean it, but then I realize I'd smell like it. So I just I just fucking left it. We did the thing. It lasted 20 seconds. I didn't tell him I puked. The next day I leave to go back to my home state and he calls me to break up with me because he decided that he couldn't date an actress which was my profession. And fuck my life. That's my story. Love your podcast, love your book. Thank you so much.
2: I'm a dude. Dead. <laughs> I remember the... when
0: you sent me this and I had to do the fucking like my commentary recording I
2: was crying dude I listened to this and I did laps around my living room <laughs> like I was like what? first the of fuck? all she
0: obviously for good reason asked to remain anonymous I do know this person she is like a person in my life um who I love dearly I had never heard this story <laughs>
2: Well, but no, and the thing about it is that like people, people are like, that's fake. That's gotta be oh, fake. Oh no, 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 I was like, you cannot make that shit up in in sequential order. Like yeah, that. like you can't.
0: Like you can't. Yeah. And okay, I'm totally gonna put her on blast right now. And sorry, I love you, but so she sends it to me or to you, and then you you forward it to me, and I, I listen to it and I text her and I'm like, oh my god, this is the best fucking thing I've ever heard. Um, and she goes, I actually left something out. Oh, tell him, tell him, tell him, <laughs> she's like, tell him. Um, she's like. When I went and projectile I can't even say it. Oh, oh when, you told me this. When I went and projectile vomited, it was actually a bunch of cum that came <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm like crying right now. I mean, we've
0: all been there. She was like, and I just couldn't bring myself to say that in a public forum. I was like, it's okay, I'll do that for you on the behind the scenes. <laughs> oh my God, I love you so dearly. Um, But just like, it, talk about a fucking like hardcore way to lose your virginity like that's a fucking story out of a movie <laughs> jackie's gone we've lost jackie <laughs> dude dude but can i just say like someone should put that in a movie script that should be in like a jason bateman i think film, it's an
2: american pie i feel like that's, that's right out of american
0: accurate accurate oh my god i love you so much okay before we have another laugh attack let's get into the next one
1: okay hey gabrielle this is lauren and this is my fml story I met my ex-husband online dating. He was a Marine. I was in nursing school. Two normal people just getting together and falling in love. We dated briefly, got married very shortly, within seven months, I think, after meeting. We decided to move down to South Florida where our families were. We bought a house. We had a business. I was working as a nurse. We had a child. Everything was great. But my ex-husband started Uh, exhibiting some very bizarre behavior including being obsessed that the world was ending and he found a pastor on YouTube that he connected with and that pastor had convinced my husband at the time that we had to move we had to get out of the city because the world was ending and so after a lot of arguing uh, I finally agreed to follow him and check it out wherever this guy was living and that we would maybe travel and but that I did not have to stay in this one area. So I reluctantly agreed to sell all of our shit, including our house and our business, everything, packed what we had left in a tiny little trailer and, and towed it in the back of a truck with my daughter and my dog and me and my husband. And we traveled across the country, got there. I realized this place was literally a compound. There was multiple families living there. The leader of this so-called religious group had put his wife on the other side of the property so that he could pursue a 19-year-old that he had actually brought there, him there himself. Needless to say, I realized this was not a good situation. My phone was smashed on the ground so that I couldn't communicate with anybody. I still secretly communicated with my family. I knew this group was going to be in a major city, uh, specifically Dallas, shortly thereafter I got there and within a couple months... I had created a plan to get the heck out of there. When I got to Dallas, I had my father come meet us at the hotel. We snuck out of the hotel while everybody was busy during a religious service, and I was able to get back home, where I promptly filed for an injunction and a divorce. blew up their whole operation, getting the FBI included, and my ex-husband came back down to Florida, tried to convince me that he was wrong and that he had changed, and that he would be different and it wouldn't be the same, and that those people were crazy, and blah, 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 blah. Needless to say, I still had his Facebook on my computer from when we were married, so I promptly went on there and discovered that in his messages, he was uh, basically putting out applications for a new wife on all these religious groups on Facebook. So I promptly continued to serve him with divorce papers divorced him and within a few months of me divorcing him he was already remarried to some other unsuspecting poor girl and that is my fml story
0: she actually came on happy hour on the live after this episode aired and it's just scary, dude. It's That's, scary what well, people are capable.
2: Scar- of. What's scary is that it's not what people are capable of; it's what people who congregate. <laughs> right, <capable> right. Of. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to knock down like anybody's belief system. You're not trying to knock down cults. I'm trying no, to knock no, down cults, cults for sure. But like, fuck you, cults. but like those people really believe that those things are real. So I'm like not trying to knock their belief system, but I will say that, like. This woman specifically Mm -hmm. who does not believe in the things that these to find yourself in that situation where you're surrounded by people and concepts that just seem so out of line, far fetched to you. Yeah. Must have been like Terrifying. Like you're in a clown car or something. It's
0: one thing if you're like, you know, look. It's one thing if you're going to church or going to, you know, whatever. Going to an organized religion practice that's totally fine that's totally normal like go go on with your bad self that's not a cult that's different it's, it's different there's yeah. a fine line between like
2: a cult is usually there's like one guy who's like brainwashing everyone to have sex with him
0: like, well no and you're she was really removed from everything she didn't have contact with anyone in the outside world they were living on a fucking like commune like no that's a cult
2: that's a cult no, fuck it. I take what, back what I said. Yeah,
0: and that's like really I'm scary. I'm judging. <laughs> and she has a she has a child with this person. Yeah, it's not
2: like he's just. God, I will never. But like, but like, <clears throat> wait. So this guy was totally normal when she married him. Yeah, that's
0: what's so, so scary. So what, what
2: got him to just like change his mind and flip over the edge? Well,
0: like... Jacqueline, um, I married someone who is no longer that person. Okay, but but. <laughs> But it okay. happens more often than you think. I truly think that there is like wirings in your in people's brains that go off, they go, get loose when they get to a certain age, and they like change, like they change. I mean, if you, I mean, you've seen the the side by side photos. If you look at Daniel from when we got married and you look at him now, you're like, that's not the same person, physically <clears throat> or any other. Like people fucking like there's things that snap and they change, and apparently start cults. <laughs>
2: But what's so appealing about a community like that?
0: Um, I think people always want to, like, be a part of something and feel like if they feel lost, they want to be around like-minded people. Go against the
2: grain, you guys. (laughs) Find your own (laughs) path. Don't be forced into joint call. I'm just happy that she is
0: safe and has gotten out of that and is like thriving and living her best life. She's such a she's such a light and I get messages from her on my Instagram often. Um so I'm happy to have you as a an FML girl and we're sending you
2: all the love. Jacqueline, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for joining me on this entire <laughs> this season. Fucking season.
0: <laughs> I got a. I have a. I have a newfound appreciation for the uncut versions that we do.
2: I do too because it's less work for me. Right, right.
0: <laughs> don't be, don't be getting too comfortable. Damn it.
2: Um, um you
0: guys, we uh, we love you so much, and we are excited to welcome you back for season two on May twelfth.
2: And you may or may not have an announcement that you can share right now. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm
0: actually getting permission to share something. Yes. Got it. I always am used to getting in trouble. Um, later than having to backtrack. So. With the start of season two is going to come an FML Talk subscription. And what that is, is it'll be what? $5 a month, I think we decided. $5 a month.
2: $5 a month. To get access to super secret episodes.
0: Yeah, so we're going to do the same amount of mini episodes so anytime a regular episode releases right Mm -hmm. then we will have a mini bonus episode that's like around 15 minutes some of those will have fun guests on some will be me some will be me and jackie
2: for each season the mini season also follows its own theme yeah so the theme coming up is an FMLer's Guide to Relationships. So, we talk about
0: what it's like to be single and thriving and being alone, being in fuckboy scenarios, dating apps, one
2: night stands, virginity
0: stories. We recorded that one today,
2: marriage,
0: <laughs> divorce, all the things. Um, so, you're going to get 15 of those episodes in 12.
2: S- oh, really? 12 in a season. 12 in a season. 12 episodes. I mean, we can do 15.
0: No, no, it's fine. Okay. (laughs) 12 (laughs) episodes, um, mini bonus episodes. You'll also get access to our new Facebook group. Yes,
2: it is a Facebook group for subscribers. Um, Again, this is included in the $5 a month. Um, And it is just going to be a community that we build of FMLers. Um, Gabrielle will be sharing journal prompts daily self-love practices
0: and everybody will get to
2: chat and comment on what they're doing um you guys can share your own journal entries your own stories um, to talk about we can um, host events live events um, but again it's going to be subscription based and then the other perk of that is that you as an fmlr subscriber you automatically get 10% off all merchandise i mean that's worth
0: it right there for a lot of my like hardcore fmlrs everybody just went oh okay that's me <laughs> <laughs> um so anytime you want to order merch you'll automatically get a 10% discount and the probably most exciting part of this other than the mini episodes cuz those are really cool is the fact that you are gonna get some massive book two spoilers leading up to the release? I will be in the Facebook group, dropping some uh, some spoilers and some full on like sections for you guys to check
2: out. Um, and then also upon release, in the mini episodes, we are releasing director's cut. So as you're reading the book, you can tune into the mini episodes and hear Gabrielle's commentary on writing each chapter whenever the fuck that release date ends up being (laughs) which will be soon but we'll Uh, see we'll we'll see (laughs) um so yeah if you guys are excited as we are about season two let us know yeah oh my god
0: i'm excited because i know some of the episodes we have coming up
2: oh and we're getting a makeover we're getting a makeover
0: are you going to tell them about the makeover? No, no. we can it's keep some things. Some
2: things are secret.
0: We're getting a makeover. <laughs> um, all right, you guys, I love you so much. I'm excited to um, have some of you guys in this subscription little super secret.
2: We've been calling it a secret society. Yeah, I know, and I don't hate that. <laughs>
0: and now we're talking about cults, and I'm like, is that really the best way to put it? Whatever, it's a super we're secret society no, for FM dollars. That's what it is. <laughs> um, I love you guys so much. I will miss you over the next week and a half, and. Um, We'll uh, be seeing you on May 12th. Until then, have a fucking self-love cocktail. Cheers.
2: Welcome to As a Woman, fertility hormones and beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Natalie Crawford, and I am a fertility physician and co-founder of Fora Fertility in Austin, Texas. We will talk about a wide range of topics, including the menstrual cycle, your hormones, infertility, IVF, mental health, and, well, beyond. So join us and become part of the community of collaboration that amplifies others as a woman. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.